All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza, Orange Park and Clay County's only brew pub. This is Corey. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up, guys? It's JK3. So the Jaguars tonight in defeating the Patriots are now the real Super Bowl champions and have showed the Falcons how to finish. Uh, there we go. Uh, man. man, oh, man. Whatever the drums are. <laughs> Yeah, but it was definitely. I mean, it was. You, you have to say at least it was super exciting to to get back to football and actually see a real game on TV. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great to see the guys get out there and you know, you know, we hear all this talk, all this paper talk. You know, it, it it's it's just great to see something uh, besides baseball. So uh, leave it at that. Yeah, definitely good to get the guys back out on the field and just get a couple beers down and, and, and watch and just realize that football's back. So I, I'm excited. So one of the things I wanted to touch on really quick, and I know, Derek, you went back in the first quarter. Uh, I don't know if you DVR'd it just to kind of take a look at it, but I noticed that Miles Jack was getting a lot of flack on social media for not maybe living up to expectations in the first game. Granted, it is the first game. But uh, what did you see when you kind of went back and, and looked at his uh, you know play on the field? He was out of position a couple of plays, okay? He overran – one and in the other one he just kind of filled the wrong area uh they could say one was a missed tackle I, he just you know it's gonna take some time i mean he's one he's actually a lot younger than people realize he's only like what 21 22 or whatever uh he came into the league young then he's calling plays for nfl defense forget it's just the jacks he's calling the plays so give the kid a break let him you know Brunel and all them on tv i they were bashing him. Just you know, it's the freaking preseason. Let him, let him get his you know feet wet and get used to the to the to the game. Yeah, I think the speed will pick up. I think you know the places where he's at, the holes and the angles that he's taken, uh, they will come. Uh, he'll get that adjustment down and everything. But you got to give the kid credit for being everywhere on, on the field. He was flying all over the place, uh, making tackles. Uh, had a had a couple of missed tackles that we should have had, but you know. Kudos to the defense uh, with uh, Ngakwe picking up right up where he left off with the sack and Telvin as well. So, by the way, is Brian Sexton back as far as being the play-by-play guy for the Jags? Because I remember we talked about that, uh, like, I don't know, maybe like a couple months ago or something that was a rumor. But he was definitely on there tonight. I don't remember him doing preseason last year, unless I'm wrong. Nah, you're right. I don't know if he's back or not, but uh, he needs to stop paying so much homage to the the Patriots and some of his his filler stuff like uh, something something and then obvious statement about the Brady and Belichick have cemented themselves in Patriots history for a while. It's like really like <laughs> <laughs> duh. Yeah, I like the was the receiver's name Carr and then the other guy was uh, what's the name of that white person clothing store Hollister (laughs) (laughs) and I'm white so I'm allowed to say that but um, so so, but but the thing is is like Sexton's like yeah and you know Carr he really fits that that Patriots wide receiver mold you know guys like Welker and guys like uh, Edelman and 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 stuff like that I'm just like man he's there's like dead silence after he said like you're clearly describing you know small white uh, wide receivers but that's fine one thing that was pretty cool, uh, Derek, I know that you mentioned uh, prior to recording was all the big plays, something that we haven't seen in a while. You know, it, it been, again, preseason, but there were big plays. That means calls, plays that were designed to take shots down the field. Uh, 
whether if it was uh you know a that pass to to Cole for the touchdown, uh, Westbrook, just you can tell you know there, there's a little bit of conservative shell that you saw around the team last time last couple years is gone. Now people might say, well, Bortles had some big plays in years past. Yeah, when we were down twenty and we had no choice. So who would have thought that we would throw a play action pass, or I don't even know if it was play action, for eighty or ninety some odd yards to Cole with Chad Henney. What what did what'd you say, JK three? Uh, Henny things possible? I think you coined that word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything is possible. I think you had called the Keelan Cole uh breakout moment, right? Like I think you were predicting that almost. Oh, yeah, when we talked about it at, at uh, the training camp that we went to a couple Saturdays ago. Yeah, man, I mean, he, he's lights out, man. He he can he can run his great route running. I, I didn't know his speed was, you know, that up to par. I mean, but that's that's game speed for you versus practice speed. So when that adrenaline starts kicking in, uh, you, you find that second gear. But to piggyback on Derek and not to be a negative Neil or anything about big plays, man, the special teams, we got to get we got to get those points, man. Myers is I, I don't know that's a that's a big question mark for me we we got to get those points whenever we can and those opportunities even though I know it is preseason but he's kind of in in midseason form right now <laughs> <laughs> really funny actually Derek you had a solution to that that problem right yeah yeah we're gonna uh we're gonna drive to the 3282 we're gonna pick up uh Scobie you know, I, I don't know if he lives there or not I'm just speculating but uh, we're going to pick him up. We're going to uh, take him down to the stadium. We're going to wait for the team to get back. We're going to swap. We're going to get Myers an Uber. And we're going to have him go back to the Arena League or Marist College or wherever he wants to go. So uh, that's 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 the plan. So if anybody wants to join me later this evening, uh, I'll be down at about 2 o'clock, headed, headed out, headed south. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I don't know. And that, that point after touchdown after Keelan Cole's 97-yard touchdown reception was was pretty iffy, too. So I, I don't know. I can't imagine. I don't think they've had any comp- – have they had competition in camp for him? Is there another kicker on the roster or no? I don't think so. No. I mean, if there was, they would have at least tried to give him a chance to make an extra point tonight. Um, right, right. So we, need that- to bring, we need to bring back uh, Long Ding. diversity on the roster so some of the big uh plays that like we mentioned the keelan cole 97 yard touchdown fournette obviously had his first touchdown and that really sweet spin move Corey grant aka analytics uh taillights too which i didn't even realize i didn't even know about that nickname you guys were all over that and i saw it on twitter too um, and then uh, Brandon Allen, his uh, 42-yard touchdown to uh, D.D. Westbrook, which was pretty exciting too. So definitely some cool plays. Again, it's only preseason, but still pretty awesome regardless. Uh, and then obviously one guy that it, it just looks like he has not broken a sweat since last season is in Gokwe. So do uh, you think this guy is going to be one of our premier players on the team once again this year? Yeah, I think so. He uh He's gonna he's gonna do very well. It's obviously he's working hard. Coaches are talking well about him uh, in camp. The, the as far as you know the game is concerned, hey, he he beat a cut block. The ball should have been gone, but he made a great athletic pay, play to beat the cut block. Still got the sack. It's things like that. It's the little things like that to get your team over the hump, and that's what we're missing. You know, the, the just the little things. Yeah, I, I think that 
you know, one of the things too about the defensive line that you mentioned in Gakwe, man, those guys were coming in waves. I mean, Sheldon Day was spent a lot of his time in the backfield tonight. Uh, Fowler was running a couple people down. Uh, I definitely saw uh, Malik in there. He had a, a couple plays and you know where he disrupted some things. It's really good to see that they they've got the talent everywhere now. I mean, the talent, you know, they, they've upgraded everywhere. They've upgraded um, offensive line, um, defensive line. Linebackers are great. The corners look good. I mean, th- there's just there's talent everywhere and athleticism everywhere also. Sheldon Day, I, I, I lost count at three after three, but I want to say he knifed through three separate times on the inside, like especially when the Patriots were trying to run like a pull, you know, have a guard pulling around. He was like beating it on the backside, which basically means he just, when the guard left, he ran through the hole and was able to catch up to the running back. And then some of those may have been designed by New England, but a couple of them definitely didn't look by design. It looked like, oh crap, I'm not going to hand the ball off. Let me just turn back around and throw it. I mean, speaking right. of yeah, speaking definitely. of upgrades too, it, it's crazy how you know teams, they talk about building through the draft. And I think Fournette had a touchdown. Uh, Cam Robinson started, so that's the second round. Um, I think Smoot had four or five tackles, so I think he was in the third round. And then D.D. Westbrook with the touchdown, <laughs> that's the fourth round pick right there. You know, you got instant impact players that are making your team better, even though it is preseason, quote unquote. But I mean, the upgrade is just unbelievable. It's it's also the effort. You can definitely everyone, you know, we were critical of, you know, Marone to hire, you know, because there's still some of the Bradley regime and whatnot. But you can tell the guys are trying. You can tell that there's there's a little bit extra step, you know, a little pip in their step even to be a little preseason game. You know, it wasn't little to them. It was big because it just shows effort. And with Smoot, how many times was he running down running backs eight yards down the field? Yeah, Yeah, that's unheard of. You know, he was in coverage one time, you know, chasing a tight end, crossing the the field. So just, you know, the coaching staff, if they're going to, you know, continue to motivate guys like that, I can't wait for the season to start to really see what they can do. JK3, you mentioned Cam Robinson. How do you think he looked in his first game? Awesome. Awesome. I mean, there was a play where they had, um, I don't know how many how many snaps he got, but there was a play with a cameraman from uh, CBS 47 who I kind of have some beef with right now because he was all over the place <laughs> with the game. He was just <laughs> zooming in and zooming out. I was like, is my kid running this camera or what? But uh, I, I thought the offensive line in general looked really good. There was some push, solid push going forward, and it kind of embodies what we've been telling everyone once the offensive line starts to get pushed if you get a couple of downhill running backs the plays start going north or south instead of east and west you normally go east and west to buy time to go north and south but Fournette was running north and south um Yeldon was uh well Yeldon a little bit uh Ivory was running north and south and then of course Corey Grant was in there with the makeshift uh you know threes and fours and and was still eating so I think it's it's good when you can get that kind of uh, like Corey on that long Corey Grant run, when you can get that kind of speed, and you're going north and south, everyone's already standing. You know your defenders are standing; they're facing you, so they got to turn around. And when you got that much speed, by the time they turn around, he's gone. And hope you know. Hopefully that that we can build off that. You know, I definitely saw some nice blocks from from everybody on the, on the line, especially the first unit. I think the first unit played the first two quarters. So just, you know, hey, good for them. You know, keep the momentum going, keep working hard, and, you know, hopefully we can develop that into a strong offensive line for the start of the season. 
Derek, I know it's only preseason game one of four, but Corey Grant, he definitely looks like a guy who's really, really, really wanting to make the team. Do you think it's between him and Yeldon for the uh, third running back spot? It could be. Um, Yeldon, you know, he, I don't know what's going on. Uh, he obviously, you know, nothing, no injuries reported or anything, but it's, it's, uh, it, it's just someone, someone's not going to make it. Okay. Someone's not going to make it. I don't think you can put, you know, you, maybe you keep Corey Grant as a special teamer, uh, but you can't put, you know, uh, them, you know, you can't have four of them. So someone, someone's going to have to go. Um, I don't think any of them besides, uh, besides Fournette are eligible for the practice squad. And even if they were, they'd get picked up and obviously you're not going to have Fournette on the practice squad. So, uh, someone's going to have to go, but I mean, it goes back into creating competition at every position minus kicker and quarterback right now, but (laughs) there's competition at every, at every position. And the worst part about it is, is we're going to have this problem where good players are going to get cut. Who's going to be the next Brandon Marshall? Remember that linebacker that didn't make the team for the Jags, and now he's out there being a beast in in Denver. Right. There's going to be if you create competition every play, and your talent is, is being evaluated. Good players are going to get cut, and, and that's just the nature of the business. You can't beat all. You can't keep you know everyone in camp. You can't keep all of the studs in camp, but you got to keep the best ones, and hopefully that it doesn't turn out again like Brandon Marshall. Yeah, that's really this. It's just funny you say that every position has competition except quarterback and kicker, which are two pretty crucial positions to to winning and losing. But he, he makes a good point though, because it's the it's the position where we have the most uh, inconsistency, both of them. Right. You know, if you sit back and really look at it, let's look, you know the defense is basically set. I think we got the definitely the talent to be a very good winning record football team on the defense. I, I'll say that, but on offense. We haven't had much depth at offensive line. We got a little bit now, so we'll see as that competition improves. You can definitely see the wide receivers are getting better because they have competition. The running backs are now, you know, they got to step up because a rookie basically came in, got drafted, and took their spot. It's just quarterback and and kicker now, and good night. Three of five for 16 yards. Yeah, I get it's a preseason, but he didn't even look down the field. He didn't look. Everything was a check down. He didn't look at all. I'm trying to remember who he killed. Oh, it was Yeldon, I think. That little quick pass underneath that basically killed TJ Yeldon. It's supposed to be <laughs> touchdown or check down. Touchdown or check down. And he didn't even look for a touchdown. He just went straight to the check down. You know, he, he put his head up for a second to kind of keep the middle linebacker st- straight or, you know, standing up right there. But he just looked for a second and threw it back down. Man, why don't you put Myers at quarterback and put Blake at kicker? Maybe we'll have a better chance. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That's creative. Um, one thing that you brought up that I thought was interesting was wide receiver depth chart. And again, game one of four, so we're not trying to get too crazy right now. But I would say that mine right now, looking at this game, I think that that A-Rob Hearns lead, D.D. Westbrook, and Cole would be the five that I would keep. You mentioned maybe keeping six. Are you just throwing that out there as a hypothetical or just as a as a real real thing? I was just throwing that out there. I mean, that's going to, you know, JK3 is going to, he mentioned it just a second ago. Good players are going to get cut and we're going to lose one. And it's looking like Rashard Green. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it depends. It's going to come down to who can, who can make a living on special teams. Yeah. Realistically. That's what it's really going to come down to is someone being an impact player on punt return, kickoff return, 
Um, that that's exactly where it's going to come from. What that next person is going to find. You obviously know that Green, or excuse me, that um, the, the Allens will be here. Um, Marquise Lee. You might as well go ahead and factor in D.D. Westbrook as well. So if if Keelan Cole or uh, Aurelius Ben can make their living on special teams, that's kind of how Aurelius Ben has been here is on special teams. He had that that crazy play last year in Chicago. But other than that, he didn't get really any other uh, type of type. I don't think he got a lot of a lot of plays. You know, the, the guy last year that was getting all the other reps was uh, Brian Walters. Who good player, but we had to let go. And unfortunately, or fortunately for us, it's kind of worked out where I don't think he's gotten picked up by a team yet. But you know, so we didn't really lose any strides with him. Right. By the way, Brian Walters, he's a real Patriots type wide receiver. Oh, you know what I mean? Geez. <laughs> hey, well, I can tell you this: if Cole, if Cole get it, it you, you got to keep him because if you put him on the practice squad, somebody's picking him up. No, hands down. Remember, if you go on the practice squad, every team's free to sign you to their fifty-three man roster. So somebody's gonna pick him up. So it's like, okay, so what do you do with him? If he keeps showing the steady improvement over the next three weeks of camp, I mean, come on, that's uh, it's gonna be tough. That's a, that's a uh, people talk about oh, Marone, da da da, the quarterback. Da, da. They, these guys are gonna have some tough decisions to make. Very tough decisions to make. The real, the real crappy part about it is that we probably won't get a chance to see what they can really do until at least like week three or four, uh, or definitely week four. So because the amount of uh, reps that the ones and twos are going to get um, in the next two games, which are more like your dress rehearsals, but uh, they'll, they'll definitely be on the bubble. But between uh, Cole, Westbrook, and I guess Corey Grant, which I don't really want to lump him in with Cole and Westbrook because they're both rookies, but they both get around the same amount of playing time. There's athleticism and speed in all three of those in, in all three of those spots. Mm-hmm. So you got to make you got to make room for speed. You, you just have to. Well, and I know that Ben definitely gets an advantage too with Coughlin's love and, and huge emphasis on special teams. So I think Derek, you had a good point about that. Um, to kind of wrap up, Leonard Fournette, he looks like the real deal, right? I mean, he looks like doesn't he just look like like a legit elite NFL running back? I mean, he's just talented, dude. He's just unbelievably talented. They gave him the ball. Um, what was that? Four carries in a row, four or five carries in a row, and literally lined up smash mouth football. I'm running the ball with the right hand side. Stop me. Yeah, and the way, you know, he finishes runs, too, it's just, you know, if he stopped and there's one yard to go and he's getting two yards after the first down, that's what we've been longing. You know, short, you know, the game of inches. So, you know, short yardage is key, and it's glad that we, you know, that we are able to you know, start looking like we can accomplish that. So we'll see through the course of the rest of the camp in preseason. Definitely falls forward also, yeah. you know, having that, that receiver or like the, he has that Cam Newton effect like a tree that just falls, falls forward. forward. And no matter how many times you try to stop him, he's literally falling forward and, you know, having that ball stretched out. So that that's big for us, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll kind of wrap it there. The final score, 31-24, hashtag win today. We're not getting better anymore. We're winning. Well, wait, 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 wait. One more thing. One more thing. This whole A.J. McCarron mess. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, okay, so so, so for so catch, so catch catch everybody up real quick who maybe haven't seen that real quick. So, Big Cat Country put out a uh, a post on their Facebook page that the Jags had offered a second round pick. Not sure where they got it from or if they got it themselves, but they offered a second round pick for AJ McCarron of the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals said no. 
<laughs> so uh, and, and, and hey, when I texted you about this, what did you think that the offer would be? Uh, we cannot. Re- uh, well, I thought it would be a six round pick. To be honest with you, uh, I said anything else they can, you know, they'd be giving away too much. No, you said second round pick. I said a choice word that we can't repeat on the show. JK3 definitely said a couple of choice words <laughs> that we can't repeat on the show. And Cincinnati's got to be the dumbest people on earth to really think they're going to get a first round pick for that guy. I don't know. Quarterback market and trades has been crazy in the past, though. I wonder why Miami didn't entertain that. I mean, they just got a guy off the couch who <laughs> was smoking a Newport. <laughs> gave him 10 million dollars at that yeah Yeah. no it's it's that's that's terrible that's just absolutely terrible and um and and i'm glad that 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 cincinnati turned that down and i hope that coughlin had nothing to do with that if we can blame it on caldwell and just be done with it if that's a true story so second round pick really I almost wonder if that's like one of those things that like gets floated out there by like McCarron's agent or something to drive up the his value. You know what I mean? Well, so there were a couple of uh, fans and you know, people on Twitter, and and someone made a good point. You know, Cincinnati's just one of those teams that what you got to do is you look at their team and their quarterback, like their their their, st- their stats when AJ Green is in the game versus when he's out of the game. So I'd be interested to see how that looked. And uh, how AJ McCarron played with with or without him because he's a special talent and you know if he if if McCarron looked good with Green in the game you know then who knows just because he won a few ball games a few years ago I, I just don't get I'm I'm sitting here stuttering because I'm trying to figure out some angle as to why we would give a second round pick I mean they could I don't know I'm gonna shut up now because that's just ridiculous. Well, to be let's, fair, let's it hope it didn't really happen. Yeah, yeah let's just hope it didn't happen. <laughs> like it's just, uh, oh my gosh, ah, uh, uh, I, I want to say what JK3 said right now on the text because that's what it's like. Like eat, uh, you know, potty, <laughs> yeah. potty words. In between the worst two pieces of bread, like the, the the front of the bread and the back of a loaf of bread, take that and make a you know what sandwich out of it. <laughs> well, and I think I mean I mean the likelihood of a trade like that happening after the first preseason game is probably, or even just in the preseason at all, is pretty dim at this point. I would think. Yeah, I mean, well, crazy things ha- are happening. I mean, the Dolphins gave Cutler ten million dollars, which I just was my jaw dropped when I saw that. Uh, and another three million in incentives. Um, we'll see. Crazier things are happen, so you never know what could happen. We we did go get Todd Bowman off of a tractor <laughs> and, and, and let him start quarterback. Some, someone made a comment. Kurt Warner got in a, came off of being a bag boy at a grocery store, and he won a Super Bowl with the Rams. I was like, and you got a better chance of hitting the lotto before that happens again. Okay, so. <laughs> One thing I will ask of you guys listening, if you are on iTunes, a.k.a. Apple Podcasts, please jump on there and leave us a rating and review. Um, five stars preferably, but we would like to, to kind of hear your feedback. You can also email us at downbythebank at gmail.com with any kind of comments or suggestions that you have. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up with the latest episodes or any kind of little things that we have going on. Um, but uh, we appreciate everybody listening and we will talk to you guys next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, 
we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.